Prime Day is coming July 11th and 12th with two days of epic deals exclusively for Prime members. You'll feel like a winner. Behind door number three is amazing deals. Deals from electronics to decor. It's on Prime Day. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, the university where you learn what is going on in pop culture and learn some amazing life lessons that you can learn for your own life and own existence from these celebrities' lives. And I am your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from TikTok. If it's your first time here, thank you so much for coming. Take a seat in the classroom wherever you would like. Everyone is welcome here. If it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I love you. I stand you. I'm in your fandom. You guys. The other day when I woke up and the Spotify raps came out, I didn't even remember that podcasts could be on Spotify raps. And I woke up and there was like a notification that said 30 people put me on their Instagram story. And I was like, oh my goodness, is this a good thing or a bad thing? Am I getting canceled? And then I go through them and it's everyone showing that I was in your top five podcast listens for the year. And I cannot tell you how much that meant to me. I literally wanted to cry just seeing the thousands of minutes some of you guys spent listening and I was some of your guys' number ones and the fact that you just posted and wanted to like show off that it just meant so much like I have so many loyal friends that not only listened to one episode just to get the tea and then leave but people who come back and really appreciate the connection that we've built and just what I the work I put into this podcast to give the good tea and the gossip and all that but also pour myself into it for the lessons and the stories that I tell it made me feel just so appreciated so loved I literally love everyone who did that I DM so many of you for the first time and it was just the best feeling in the whole wide world so thank you all for an amazing 2022 I'm so excited for 2023 together you best believe I'm not stopping I feel like we're just getting started and it's going up so much and growing so fast it's so exciting so thank you all Today, I decided that in the spirit of the Spotify wrapped, we could like wrap up the year in drama in a way. And because while I was preparing this episode, I noticed that a lot of the big headlines from the last few days were in regards to celebrities' major scandals that they have already had this year. And there was like follow-ups to them. So I thought, hmm, this episode is already going to seem a little rem- a little reminiscent of topics we've talked about. So why don't I do a whole kind of in in memoriam you know at award shows when they ha- they take a minute to show everyone who died that year in a really sad depressing way i thought this could be my in memoriam episode for celebrities who their careers kind of died this year and took a nosedive and they may flatline before 2023 even starts and they may not come with us to next year so i thought hmm let's do an episode all about 10 celebrities who will not make it to 2023 with us and probably won't be famous next year because of how just (laughs) how bad their scandal was this year and it's actually so juicy it's so exciting there's a lot of new fresh updates as well as just reminiscing and recounting and seeing what's just going on with them now so it's going to be epic a major slay episode before we get into it make sure to rate this podcast five star on spotify apple Podcasts. so many of you already have so thank you if you haven't do it 
or you'll get an F in the class. Um, post me on your story. You know, let everyone know. Screenshot, listen to it. Um, tag me at Petty Pop Culture. I always respond, as you guys know. And without further ado, let's get into today's Friday lesson. Take your motherfucking seats, class. Class is in session. Some of y'all even had me on your raps over Emma Chamberlain. And that meant the most. I That to me meant the most. Not that I'm in a secret competition with her, but people just go so hard for her. They would throw themselves in front of a train for Emma Chamberlain. So the fact that like she was number two and I was number one on some of yours, ooh, boosting my ego. But tr- truly, truly that that was quite uh, the, the accolade to see. She's definitely beating me on the millionaires list, though. So you win for now, Emma. Someone who is not winning on any financial list right now and is going to be our number one for a celebrity who is definitely not coming to 2023 with us. I, I kind of arrange them in an order of if, if they have some overlap, if two celebrities are kind of going through something really similar, which you'll see. Uh, these are in no particular order. It's not like it's getting from the least bad to the most bad. It's, it's actually starting with the worst. And then the the end is very juicy too, but this is definitely the worst. And that's obviously Mr. Kanye West. So I thought, like, last thing I remember was Kanye West was saying that God has humbled him and he is he knows what it's like to have a knee on his neck and he's a changed man, blah, blah, blah. He he's he's really gonna check his ego at the door. But no, he completely made it ten times worse. It's like he's feeding this strange addiction. He should be on my strange addiction. He needs attention on a mass scale. I'm starting to think his whole music career was just a scam to troll the world on a high scale. He just needed people to know his name first. So this week he went on a podcast. I mean, who let him on their damn podcast? Who don't do not put a mic in that man's face. When you give a mouse a cookie, they're gonna ask for blah blah blah. When you give Kanye a mic, he's going to get your whole fucking show canceled. And that's basically what he did. He went on the Alex Jones podcast. I actually don't know if that's the name of it, but the host is Alex Jones. That man is like a hard ass. He can handle anything. And even Kanye was making him nervous sweat with everything he was saying. Because instead of apologizing for saying that he loves um, Hitler and hates Jewish people and wants to go death country and all the Jewish people and like has like a Hitler in a heart tattoo with an arrow going through it on his arm. He doubled down on it and said that he actually is a Nazi and he loves Hitler so much. And he actually would like to not take back what he said, but say it again, even prouder. On a Nazi, you don't deserve to be called that and demonized. Well, I I see I I see good things about Hitler also. The Jew I love everyone, and Jewish people are not gonna tell me you can love um you know us 
and you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts and you can love what we're, you know, what we're pushing with the pornography. But this guy that invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician, you can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good. And I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. You know, it's like he had a really cool outfit and stuff, and he was a really good architect. And, uh, and so you're in love with the with the with the with the with the, archi- the, the, the look of it. And he didn't kill six million Jews. That's just like factually incorrect. Yeah, let's get the Ronald Reagan clip they showed me yesterday. Sorry, go ahead. Ronald Reagan said that too. Well, I think Hitler did target and kill some people. So I think you know. I think Obama killed Palestinians. No, I hear you. Here, here's where I think the frustration is. And Nick, you can comment on this. And Obama was not the first black president. He was another Jewish president. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of hearing I'm a Nazi. I'm really sick because I'm not. But I think by them falsely I, accusing I, people, some people are going to become Nazis. I, I am. I am. <coughs> now what? I am. Now what? what? Now I'm a Nazi, Aria Emanuel. Is it- like, what the fuck is he saying? He's not an idiot. He knows he's committing career suicide. And and it's like he he just thrives off of it. He thinks it's he thinks it's gonna end up okay for him, and just people will forgive him if everyone forgives him, and he has like a number one album again. That will be the day that we just know cancel culture isn't real because it's insane. He it's like he opened up the dictionary and looked up like or the encyclopedia and looked up the 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 number one thing you should not say to get canceled, and he said it ten times. If Kanye was president, which would never happen, he would hit that red that red nuke button so fast. It would it would be over for all of us, and he would just do it to to seem cool. He would start a nuclear winter just just to seem cool. The shock factor is just his vice, though. P- people think he actually has a point to the things that he's saying. He's saying he doesn't like Jewish people, as we know, because he thinks powerful and greedy Jewish people run Hollywood and lock celebrities in contracts and screw them over because they're manipulators, they're hoarders of money and power and they put people in really bad situations when they're famous and have a lot to take from them that's why he says he does not like jewish people obviously he said it in such a horrible way then people are saying he is saying that he likes nazis oh loves nazis wants to join the clan he loves nazis because he loves what nazis have made like a lot of engineering is done in germany so they're saying that he loves like the microphones that they make and the political ideology like removed from the whole genocide thing and he likes the cars that they make blah 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 someone tweeted yay said he loves everybody even nazis because they invented the microphones he uses he used he said he loved everybody even the surgeon who killed his mom yay is the concept of being christ-like and loving everyone no matter what sound bites and viral tweets will ignore the context but as you just heard in the soundbite he went me i'm a nazi me it's me hi I'm the Nazi, it's me. The man just can never not say anything with shock factor. And just what we can learn immediately, we don't even have to wait to the end. It's, of course, not what you say, it's how you say it. Your message can be so powerful if it is just said in the right way. People are more receptive to love than hate. So approach your problems, like Kanye should have approached this problem that he has against Jewish people for some reason, with love and understanding to draw people in make a connection with them and then actually make real change but because he's addicted to shock factor and spewing hate for some kind of attention it's not going to be received no change is going to be made and he will be canceled completely needless to say that podcast interview did not last very long they had to 
shut it down. So then he moves to Twitter. And we think Elon Musk is his homie. He's going to give him that platform, keep him on Twitter to say whatever the fuck he wants. Like, Elon is such a cancel culture hater. He's not going to let it continue. He's going to give Kanye the space. Elon had to literally suspend him from Twitter. And this is coming from Elon who, like, posted a picture last week of a girl, like, spreading her cheeks, trying to seduce Donald Trump to come back to Twitter or something. This man will really go for anything. He had to ban Kanye West again. That's how you know it's so fucking bad. Because Kanye tweeted the following. He tweeted, God loves Balenciaga. Love is the answer. Jesus is the answer. Praying for all of the innocent artists and beautiful humans who make clothing that had nothing to do with the ads. People's grandmothers work there for Christ's sake. So first off, I want to say he spelled there wrong. He used the wrong form. It's He, he used T-H-E-I-R. Completely wrong. I would like my president to know... Um, proper grammar for sure during his interview on that podcast he also had his right hand on the bible to let you know and it doesn't matter if people's grandparents work there if that company is not going to condemn child abuse people are not going to work there anymore yes it's unfortunate but that is completely disregarded from the subject if someone on like the like the lower level of balenciaga loses their job completely a fallacy what he just said then he says i stand by balenciaga and denounce all witch hunts and i cancel cancel culture jesus is king ending trafficking doesn't start or end with a fashion campaign for christ's sake yeah man it doesn't have to start with a campaign ending trafficking should have gone for a long time but if a campaign is going to promote that we should take down the campaign then he said never turn our backs the balenciaga family for life cancel cancel culture Demna and Jesus, please heal. Then he put out his um, logo for his 2024 presidential campaign. And guess what it was? Think of the craziest shit you can think of right now. The most the most problematic uh, logo someone could possibly have. Even worse than MAGA, if that's possible. This is what it was. It was the Star of David that Jewish people would have to wear. But in the middle of it, it is a swastika. What is he trying to do? Is his favorite fan fiction the history book? And was the character that he got off to in the fan fiction Hitler and he wants to recreate what he was doing? It's actually insane. Donald Trump even told him that he should not waste his time to run because he won't win and he's not going to run with him. All of his running makes are just as unhinged. So I think this is going to get a lot worse before it even starts. But regardless, Kanye is now so far down in the abyss of cancel culture, he has completely faded from the view anymore he has fallen down that black bottom what am i saying black bottomless abyss he's in the sunken place but too sunken to even see him anymore he's in the kraken from hell's asshole place that 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 that, that's how too far gone he is and at this point he will always be infamous he'll never just be known as kanye the artist kanye the mogul kanye the person that we could appreciate he'll never be known as that ever again he'll always be infamous forever um i wouldn't be surprised if he's swiftly banned from the radio spotify apple music the grammys all fashion houses as he already has been kicked out of a lot of these things and in 2023 we may not even see him at all anymore Press, 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 press.
So someone else who I don't think is going to come to 2023 with us because they gave us one of the worst scandals, not even of this year, but of all time. 2022 was a, a pretty traumatizing year for a lot of these celebrities' careers. And the craziest thing is a lot of it seems self-inflicted. Like they didn't want to have as strong as a career in 2023 as they did in 2022. But one of the first big moments of this year is the slap heard around the world when Will Smith rocked Chris Rock across the face because it was just a G.I. Jane joke. You know exactly what I'm talking about. We all remember our first flinch and cringe when we saw that video and just the epic confusion. Like, was that staged? Is, 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 is he really acting like that? Is he fucking for real? But alas, it was real. And now Will Smith is banned from attending the Oscars for the next 10 years. To me, that punishment isn't big enough. It, it's almost as if he shouldn't be able to win an Oscar, be nominated for an Oscar. I, obviously, he can still act. I think he should be allowed to, but... Why would you want to reward that person, take away someone's spot who is a really good example from someone who is an awful example to spreading violence and all of that? He gave his apologies to the Oscars and Chris. He said, I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I'm embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. And there is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. Clearly, we do not live in a world that is filled with love and violence if you've seen what's been going on. And that's why what he did to me was just, I mean, he didn't do it to me because I would have cried and ran off the stage if he did it to me. <laughs> no, seriously, though. I don't know how Chris like responded so well, and I'm so happy that everyone is on Team Chris because if I made that G.I. Jane joke and then he punched me in the face, I'd be like, and run off the stage. I, I wouldn't know what to do. Chris said he will not press charges, though. And Will is working again. He is promoting his new movie, Emancipation. So he's on his, like, big apology tour. But he's expressed a lot of worry that people will not want to support the film because of what he did. He's worried that people will be, of like, afraid of him, not wanting to condone what he did. And he actually said that he feels like everyone who worked really hard in this movie might be punished on my behalf or the movie might be buried at the box office because of his wrongdoings. And I think that's a really big fear to have. This movie does look super good. That's why I'm like, oh, like we shouldn't punish the movie for what he did. It's emancipation. It's about um, like slaves back in the day, what they've gone through, um, their journey to freedom and everything like that and the obvious hardships that come along with it and the whole thing looked very well done and just very like something that we should want to see you know so this is what he said in his apology tour while he was on the daily show with trevor noah because he has to mention it because you can't slip something like almost knocking the fuck out of someone in front of 10 million people on tv i was gone dude i was gone you know that was a of rage that had been bottled for a really right. long time. I had to forgive myself for being human, you know? And it's like, trust me, there's nobody that hates the fact that I'm human more than me. Yeah, you I know, know that. <laughs> no, but I know that, yeah. You know, um, and just, you know, finding that um, space for myself mm -hmm. within myself to be human. You know, right. it's like I want I, I've, I've always wanted to be Superman. I've always wanted right. to swoop in and save the, the damsel in distress, you know, um, and I had to humble down. 
I don't love that apology. I really don't. I really don't. Because, first of all, girl, that wasn't human. What you did to another human is what makes it not human. If you punched a wall, fine. You're human. Angry men do that, like, every day. They punch walls, put holes in them. It's actually so charming and a sign of manhood. But you punched another human. That's what makes it not human. And I don't like that he's excusing that. Like, oh, it's it's just human. I'm I'm only human. Because we can say that I'm only human if, like, we pee our pants because the bus is taking too long to take us home and we have to pee. But we can't say that about hurting another human. And isn't it interesting? He kind of admitted it was about his ego in that whole thing. He was like, I've always wanted to be Superman. I always wanted to help the damsel, damsel in distress. I just wanted to be the big guy in the room. So that just makes it seem more sinister that it actually wasn't to protect Jada. It was to seem like the superhero in the room and seem like the alpha male in the room. And that's just, I just don't like that he took that route. Um, A lot of celebrities have spoken out against him. This week, Megyn Kelly said, I'm sick of these Hollywood people thinking we give a damn about their childhood trauma when they do something bad. Apologize. Either people will forgive you or they won't. Tell it to your therapist and work it out with him. I don't give a shit. You assaulted a guy and humiliated him who was just standing there doing his job. For what? For nothing. To boost your own ego. I don't care how hard it was for you to forgive yourself. I I appreciate Will for the apology and I appreciate him for opening up about how hard it has been for him to move on from that. And I'm not going to not appreciate that, but I wish he took a totally different route because I would be willing to forgive him if he did. But he did not. And even other comedians these days say that they were scared to get on stage after that. He totally shifted the world to have to protect against more violence and have people more anxious in more public spaces as if we already aren't. Um, Comedians hired more security to line their stage. Cheryl Underwood said, I'm going to say as a comic, I'm afraid to go on the stage now because in my third show when everyone's already drunk, if you didn't like my joke, do you now believe that it's okay if you get up and slap me? Tim Allen said, it's not okay to come on stage and hit a dude because you don't like the humor. It's not okay at a comedy club, concert hall, or someone hosting the Cheeseball Awards show. Chris Rock is a stand-up comedian and a stand-up guy who carried on. I think I would have run. So yeah, I don't know. I guess it will be up to the public if Will Smith is welcome back. I would love to hear what you guys think, class. I, w- I would love to hear from the class about this. If you want to like, when you post on your story, you you could like give a little description of what you think. I would love to like make a forum for us to talk about this. Um, maybe I can make an Instagram post about it. But I'm I want to hear if you're so open and willing already, or you need more time, or just what you're thinking. But anyway, what can we learn from this? I think we can learn that the power of feeling our emotion and letting them pass through us is something that we should learn because if we are constantly reacting to the first emotion that comes in our body, we become slaves to our emotions. We need to realize that we are not our emotions. We don't always have to react to them. They don't have control over us like we think they do, even though they can be so all consuming and just take over us. We are the observer of the emotion We are an observer of those physical sensations the emotion can cause. And once you've learned that you're the observer, you become fully in control over yourself. So ask yourself next time, is this emotion connected to a real problem or is this something about my ego? Because for Will, it was something about his ego. So next time you feel an emotion coming over your body, before you react to it, just take a second and think and breathe and observe it 
think where is this coming from what is the best reaction that's not an appeasement to my ego celebrity number three who may not be coming to 2023 with us is none other than cara delavine yes the 30 year old actress that really took the last decade by storm she was such an a-lister i feel like she was everywhere hanging out with every celebrity in so many movies she was doing the most high of fashion editorials and catwalks she was living her fucking life jet setting and maybe having a little too much fun because while she used to be so esteemed and on top of the world she went from that to licking megan the stallion and having tongue compulsions three inches away from megan's face at the billboard music awards and people making kind of a laughing stock out of her in may i was at the billboard music awards i saw it with my own eyes she was acting very strange people were like looking at megan like blink blink twice if you if you want us to take her outside what did you invite her what is going on it's widely speculated her family nor cara have confirmed that she is unfortunately going through a moment of using drugs um sources from people and us weekly have all been talking about this but it's all alleged so i just want to say that um that her family was worried about her and wanted to stage an intervention that she was using more than one substance. There was a photo of Margot Robbie leaving her house crying because they were like BFFs and have worked together in films. And it seems like she was just taking a moment to check on her friend, as we all should do. She took a break from the Barbie world to go check on her friend in the real world. Welcome to the real world, jackass. That's what she said. There was even that video of her on a public bench, like on the phone with someone, and she kept dropping her phone and like bending and contorting all wildly like in a demon movie when someone gets possessed and they're like folding backwards um she just looked like she was literally on drugs like walking through the street and these were the tweets when that video came out again also no judgment i'm not saying she's an awful person for doing that i'm saying there was an obvious major change in her behavior people were worried this is what they said Look at Cara Delevingne's situation. How are there still people who have the courage to open their mouths and defend the legalization of drugs? Someone else said, I hope Cara Delevingne gets the help she needs. For real, that shit is so scary to see unfold. I sincerely hope that Cara Delevingne will be helped because between those images released a few days ago and the state of Margot Robbie after seeing her honestly makes me sick. I really hope that someone takes matters into their own hands. I totally agree. Cara Delevingne has too much potential, too much just raw talent and people behind her who love her clearly she has so many friends she must be a good person she's always been in good standing with people she seems like she's been a real one from day one so i hope people help their friend in a time of need and it's interesting because we'll see cara on like the tonight joe jimmy fallon and yeah she'll seem a bit goofy and spacey 
but people will be like, oh, she's looking better. And then the next day, like more photos of her will come out acting super strange in public. And they're like, what's going on? Is she just high functioning? Is she fooling us all? How long has she's been doing this? And unfortunately, that's the reality for a lot of people. You don't know that they need help. Your friend who's making everyone laugh, you don't realize that they're the one who is actually hiding something or struggling with something that they're not telling you about. Um, she seems to be doing better now. She just filmed a whole show called Planet Sex. And there's a video of her touching herself um, in that film. It's it's very um, classy, I guess you could say. It's not like OnlyFans up in there. But it's a whole show about sex and exploring it and everything like that. So she's working. She's getting shit done. My grandma would always say, you're not an alcoholic if you get up the next day to go to work. And she was right. But anyway, Kara, we love you. We did think you were acting goofy at the Billboard Awards and trolled you for that. But at the same time, it was it was kind of hilarious. So as long as you get the help you need, we will accept you at any extra personality level that you want. You're welcome to 2023 with us, Kara. We just hope you get there in one piece. You know what I'm saying? Let's move on to someone else who literally might not make it to 2023 with us. And this one makes me so sad as well as a lot of other people. I thought a lot of people would be so happy for her downfall, saying this is her karma. This is what she deserves. All the bad she spewed out in the world is coming back to her. She deserves every piece of this. And that is Wendy Williams. Or as her school bullies in middle school used to call her, Wendy Williams. This is about Wendy Williams, the originator of a million different memes, including the Dula Peep meme. If Wendy dies, I think it would be only right for all of us to go oh oh she died okay and then move on with our lives and never talk about her again (laughs) i'm kidding that's not funny of course we don't condone that but it's just very a wendy-esque way to go more people than i thought though were really like mourning wendy in advance like we need her back i miss her i love her if you don't know what's going on with her her health is very bad you cannot deny her health is very bad denial is a river in egypt your husband is gay. He is a homo. And her health is very bad. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I can't not like make a meme of Wendy when I talk about her. She is, she's just a living meme. Anyway, so if you do not know, Wendy Williams lost her long-running talk show this year. They were on like season 12 or something. She was really a staple in pop culture. And now it seems like there's just a huge hole without her in the space that admittedly even I cannot fulfill. Wendy is a one of a motherfucking kind. She is the bad guy. We need rappers like her to make her the bad guy. We're missing the bad guy. Everyone is rooting for her to come back and they're so upset that her health just does not seem to be getting there. So she's 58 and she suffers from Graves' disease, which is caused by the overproduction of thyroid hormones. Um, Graves' disease can then cause two other conditions that are really affecting Wendy right now, such as lymphedema, which makes your arms and hands swell up, her feet are super swollen. I don't know if you've seen the picture of her holding her foot that's like really enlarged and needs to be like exfoliated. And she's like, look at it. Look at my foot. I don't know why she wanted to show us that. We believe you, Wendy. She was in a wheelchair. I walked into a gay club this weekend. Guess what the first thing I saw was? Wendy Williams in her wheelchair. <laughs> 
I'm kidding. See, you can't even say a sentence without thinking of one of her memes. She was in a wheelchair, though. She can't even walk. She still can't really even walk. There was a video of her the other day walking home from an interview, and she needed to grab one of the paparazzi's arms because she literally just could not walk to her apartment door. Hey, Wendy. Hi. How you doing? Fine, thanks. You're looking good. Thank you. Can I have your hand, please? Can I have your hand? Oh, 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 we would see her slip. She'd rather be caught dead. It's just shocking seeing her in this state now, and it really makes me feel bad. Graves' disease can also cause vertigo, which can lead to trouble focusing your eyes, dizziness, hearing loss, loss of balance, ringing in the ears, nausea, and vomiting. There also seems to be like a mental decline of some sort. Maybe it's because of all the medications and treatments that she's doing, but people have just noticed she doesn't seem very sharp, and she seems a little confused even. She was actually almost put under a conservatorship, which, oh my God, that would have been fucking awful. We should ban conservatorships unless you're literally over the age of 90. Because once you're in one, it's going to be harder for you to get out of it than it is for America to get out of debt. It's very hard. So I think we're all praying for Wendy to get better by 2023. And, you know, she wants to start a podcast next year and start doing everything again. But her health just does not seem to be getting there. So there is a place for Wendy in 2023. I don't think that was her karma. I don't think she deserves it because all of us who watch her and love her and stand her, wouldn't we deserve the karma too if we're enabling this person? And like I said, people are, people would give their firstborn child and their kidney to have her back on TV. So I don't think this is her karma. It's not like she's out there saying death to the fucking Jews. She's saying Kim Kardashian's fat. Like it's just a different kind of thing. So anyway, what can we learn from these two gals? I think what we can learn is that it's so puts things into perspective when you see someone who seems to have no choice over their declining health and is so desperately trying to get better and just wants their old life back more than anything. And then you see someone who could potentially be detrimenting their health at their own will or by their own doing and didn't need to inflict that on themselves. I think it just goes to show that all of us should cherish our health because some people have no choice but to lose it. Our bodies are really our only permanent homes. Like, this is where we live. It's our temple. And you wouldn't mess up your own home on purpose. You wouldn't invite in intruders or robbers, thieves or murderers. So why would you put something in your body that's going to damage your mental or sacrifice your physical health? It's all fun and games until everything you've worked for your whole life, like a TV show and millions of dollars in product lines like Wendy, all be gone in the blink of an eye just because you can't even walk to work anymore. Well, he was doing lines and crossing all of mine. Someone told his white collar crimes to the FBI. And I don't dress for villains or for innocence. I'm a vigilante shit. The fifth celebrity, who I don't know is going to come to 2023 with us, actually was having the best 2022 out of almost any celebrity until one fatal moment. We thought 
this year was hers. She was going to run away with the crown. She was in two massive shows, the two biggest shows of the whole year that won the most Emmys, literally. She was nominated for an Emmy for both of the shows, Euphoria and The White Lotus. And she has great titties. Her grandma actually told her she has the best boobs she's seen. We're not sure if Sydney Sweeney is going to come to 2023 with us because that one fatal flaw in the middle of the year when she posted herself at a family party and everyone at the party was wearing Blue Lives Matter. It was it was a B it was a Blue Lives Matter themed birthday party. And there was MAGA hats. There was MAGA hats and she posted herself having the best time at the celebration people were so disappointed to say the least she was losing hundreds of thousands of followers people were calling to not watch the shows anymore a few cast members of uh euphoria why did i almost say victorious a few why was like victorious the the euphoria of like kid television shows it really was cat always talking about her brother being fucked up jade being crazy and just the weird shit that that show was on in season four that show was weird anyway a few members of euphoria were already getting kicked off the show so everyone was like kick sydney sweeney off the show we don't need her in season three we don't like cassie anyway their biggest point about that was that's fine i guess if her family is conservative and supports all that stuff but why is she promoting it on her instagram it's almost as though she agrees with them people were saying that she could be racist or a sexist or she supports violence everything that maga stands for it seems like sydney sweeney was agreeing with and then posting to millions of people and almost promoting it in a way and it just seemed very alarming and at such a height in her career it's questionable why she didn't think twice about it like i looked at her and i was like oh damn like does does she actually just want to promote this does she want to do this so in the midst of all of this backlash she had to tweet out a response and this is what she said she said you guys this is wild an innocent celebration for my mom's milestone 60th birthday has turned into an absurd political statement which was not the intention please stop making assumptions much love to everyone and happy birthday mom So she's saying, don't assume that I agree with my family's political beliefs. People did not really buy that, though. Someone said, if that is your mom's birthday party, why are most people wearing political statement attire and not formal attire? It looks like the theme was make America great again. And you said it was not intentional. That's not a coincidence. If that was my birthday, I would not want it to be a political party and then post it. Someone else said, then you should have selected other pictures to post that wouldn't be left up to interpretation in this manner. Lesson learned for you, I assume. Someone else said, sounds like you're making excuses for your family's white supremacist roots. That's disheartening. I've distanced myself from my family members because of their homophobic issues. As much as I love them, I don't make excuses for them. In today's world, especially, we can't just look at politics as something that we can't really talk about anymore or should just skip over um, or just not speak about. So when someone does something like that, even though it may seem innocent because she wasn't wearing a MAGA hat, she wasn't wearing a Blue Lives Matter shirt. She was very complicit with everything that that stands for. And that's a very big red flag to everyone in Gen Z, especially who will take that as an act of you not being anti those things. You're not anti-racist. You're not anti this, that, which is just as bad as being those things these days. So it really seems silly and so just ignorant. And like the white privilege just got to her that she thought that nothing would really happen if she posted that and there'd be no backlash. It was honestly just a shocking display of ignorance. And I totally get what people were understanding with that um 
that's all that's really been said about it for now. But she's still getting trolled to this day over those photos. And, and when she posts photos in her home, even now, people will comment like, oh, is the truck with the American flag or the Confederate flag attached to it in the driveway? Where's your MAGA hat? Where's your shotgun? Where's your AR-14? They bully her a lot to this day about it. So I don't know. I, I, I don't anticipate her having as good of a 2023 as she did a 2022 because people, especially on a woke television show like Euphoria, may not want to give her as big of a part. Maybe she'll be silenced like Kat's character was in season three. I don't know. But I don't see her thriving in 2023 like she did last year. Celebrity number six, who I really didn't think was going to make it. I truly thought their place in 2023 was out with the trash. I thought there was no fucking chance she would get there. Earlier this year, she had a scandal so bad that she lost all of her jobs. TMZ was harassing her with a camera in her face at an airport one day, and she said that, quote, she lost everything. Because after these allegations came out, she didn't know what the future held, and she said, quote, all of my gigs are gone. Everything's gone. I don't have no job. You know what I'm talking about? Tiffany motherfucking Haddish, the grapefruit queen. She changed my sex life with that grapefruit. Tiffany Haddish. Things are looking up for her, though. Very, very up. She is going to get to 2023. Thank God these allegations didn't turn out to be true. So she was accused around a midpoint of this year for literally molesting and essaying a child along with fellow comedian Aries Spears. Now, she did do something a little bit fucked up. And I will admit that. Back in 2013, her and Aerie Spears, they wanted to make a comedy video to submit to Funny or Die to get Aerie Spears a job. So they hired two kids and did a video that they called, quote, Through a Pedophile's Eyes. And it's Aerie Spears being the pedophile. Aerie Spears is an asshole, just trash human being who will say the nastiest shit about people to try to get a laugh. His career has gone nowhere and I don't feel bad for him, but that's who he is. He's an asshole. He recently called Lizzo like, I think he said that, quote, she looks like the poop emoji. That's what he said about Lizzo. Meanwhile, he's bigger than Lizzo. Like, he's trash. Anyway, he wanted to get a job on Funny or Die, so they did this thing. He was dressed up as the pedophile, and in the video, they were, like, having him lust over this kid. Not touch the kid, but he would, like, ask the kid to get into his diaper, and they would ask the girl to, like... mimic an action of doing something sexual in the video and you can find a snippet of this skit that they put together on twitter i'm not going to stop you from doing that but it's very unfortunate to see but the people who filed the lawsuit against tiffany said that even behind the scenes she was pressuring them to do it she was pressuring them to do more she was in the skit because her part was the mom who left her kids at home with the pedophile she was like okay kids i'm going out for the night you're this is your babysitter like that was her part but they were trying to make it seem like she orchestrated the whole thing. And then when the allegations came out, Bunny or Die wrote that the company, quote, found that this video was absolutely disgusting and would never produce such content. We were not involved with the conceptualization, developing, funding, or production of this video. It was uploaded to the site as a user-generated content that was removed in 2018 immediately after becoming aware of its existence. I mean, yeah, I completely agree with them or believe them, I guess. They didn't make it, obviously. It was submitted to them. So unlike Balenciaga, who's actually guilty and made a whole ad about uh, abusing children, they actually didn't do that. So good for funny or die. But neither did Tiffany. Thank God. The 
people who made the lawsuit decided to drop the allegations against her. And upon further reflection, they realized it was not her fault. She was not the person who set this up. She didn't encourage them to do as nasty of things that Aries did. And overall, it was not her fault in the situation. So she's free. She's good to go. She ready for 2023 and she's coming along. Um, This is what they said about Tiffany. My good sis, she said, We've known Tiffany for many years and now we know that she would never harm me or my brother or help anyone else to do anything harmful against us. We wish Tiffany the best and are glad that we could all put this behind us. Interesting that even they would even bring the lawsuit up against her in the first place then. Maybe they just wanted some money or something, whatever. Then they saw Tiffany's career literally going down the drain and just decided to backtrack on the whole thing. Regardless, I hope Aerie Spears still isn't successful and does not come to 2023, but Tiffany Haddish will be there. Let's move on right away to celebrity number seven. Coming in at number seven is the cringiest man on the internet this year. The corniest man. The man who will always have the mindset of a 12-year-old and speak to women as if he's texting them on the Kick app in like he's in sixth grade for the rest of his life. And that is Atom Levine, Maroon 5 himself. We weren't really sure he was going to be accepted in 2023 anymore after all the allegations of him cheating on his wife came out. We thought his whole career could be derailed by that. That was definitely one of the major, major scandals of the year. I remember like it was yesterday that Instagram model Sumner Stroh came out and said that she was manipulated into hooking up with a guy that she knew was married. Her morals were unknowingly compromised. Girl, first of all, Sumner, your morals were knowingly compromised. You are an Instagram model. We know what y'all do. You knew exactly what was going on with me with the married men. Okay, it takes two to tango. Take some responsibility. Thank you. However, it's not mostly Sumner's fault. It's mostly Adam Levine's fault. And he flirted with, what, seven other women? And he did it in just such an embarrassing, cringy way. If you're going to flirt with other women, like, if your sex are going to leak, at least turn us on with them while we read them back. God, it's he was revealed he had no game anyway. Damn. If you're going to have an affair with a married man, have it be worth it, people. Damn. And I think this is extra bad for Adam Levine and think he may not ever have the same level of success ever again because all of his soft, hopeless, romantic, simp love songs that he makes, they're not going to be taken seriously anymore. The the whole image is going to have to change. Like, how are we going to listen to girls like you run around with guys like me till sundown? Ew, I hate looking back at that. And it's like at the end of that music video when he hugged his wife and his kid. Oh, it's it feels so dirty to me knowing that he was cheating during that music video. Like, it's like catching a serial killer when you catch a cheater. It's just, like the mask comes off. They just look evil. So people are not going to be able to take his music as seriously. People are not going to be so welcoming to him in the mainstream because Maroon 5 was that go-to kind of boy next door's charming 
Um, you know, they were always readily there and available to just have a hit that made us all feel good and wanted us to like sing a love song, blah, blah, blah. She will be loved and she will get cheated on too, bitch. Yeah. How are we going to take those songs seriously anymore? We're not. The brand is ruined. The good boy image is ruined. And at this point, he's kind of too old to have that, like, I'm a bad boy, blah, 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 going through my phase, like, my problematic phase. You can't control me. That's just what men do. Like, it, it's past that point where he can play off of this young heartbreaker bad boy. He really had to go with the family guy lovey-dovey dad image and he ruined that with his horny little fingers on the horny little instagram app with those little instagram models so i don't really feel bad for him he was so crazy enough that he wanted to name his unborn child with his wife after the girl that he was cheating on his wife with and i still think they physically cheated too if i had to guess in the pop culture realm of things that we never know are confirmed or not if I had to guess, if he actually physically cheated with one of these women, yes, I think so. Because think about it, he's a busy man. He could say, I'm out doing this, I'm out doing that, wifey, I'll be home later. Have dinner on the table when I'm back, because he just seems like that kind of man. The text even said, quote, you're 50 times hotter in person. And that was sent from Adam to the Instagram model, Sumner. What are we supposed to believe? You are a cold-hearted snake cheater, Adam Levine. But even worse than that, you're corny and embarrassing. Update on him. Him and his wife are still together. Good for her. She's better than me. This is no fault to her. Adam's career, he has not had a peep since, not had a song since. It'll be very interesting to see how his music does next. Because he could end up like our next celebrity that we're going to talk about. A little update on Sumner before we do, though. Sumner and all the other Instagram models he talked to are dead. Just like all those cryptocurrency men that are just randomly appearing dead this week. Washing up on the shore dead. Hours after they say, I'm about to expose the elites and their shady ways that may include touching children on certain islands, they end up dead. Three of them have ended up dead this week. I don't know. Pretty suspicious to me. Obviously, the Instagram models aren't dead. They're just dead to me. Um, all right, let's talk about our next person. This is my least favorite person of the year and every year. If he, if I had a Spotify rap for the people I hate the most, he'd be number one. He's not coming to 2023. Not with me. Over my hot, rich, skinny, dead bodies. He's coming to 2023. And I'm sorry, if you want him to come to 2023, what are you doing? His name is Baby. He's celebrity number eight who's not coming 2021, he went from, or is this 2020 when this happened? Either way, a few years ago, he went from headlining festivals, making millions of dollars every year, selling hundreds of thousands of records the first week his album would drop, having a number two hit with Dua Lipa with Levitating. It sucks because I love that song so much. And then when he's like, yeah, when uh, when the baby make a dance, when they come on. I can't sing that part. I can't. Anyway, he is now selling his tickets on BOGO. Buy one, get one free because not enough people are coming to his shows anymore. 
And there was photos of him trying to give away free tickets to his concert to people who are just trying to eat their meal at the Cheesecake Factory. Why would he do that to people at Cheesecake? (laughs) He knows I love to go there. That's a place for families who drive Camrys and go to Disney. He does not need to be doing that, trying to corrupt children in the Cheesecake Factory just because he can't sell tickets anymore because he's homophobic as fuck and brands and labels won't work with him. He was an example of someone who's getting a major push by the industry when he first came out because they thought he was marketable and profitable. And you know what? He turned out to be at the beginning. But after that, when radios didn't support him, when he wasn't getting all this payola and push, he has completely fallen off in 2023. And I would say, actually, he didn't even make it to the end of the year. His career is dead. When's the last time you've heard a peep from him? He's someone who was really efficiently canceled because his last album has, even today, only sold 7,000 copies. That's insane. Even these TikTokers who make trash music get more than 7,000 copies sold. Baby's career is over. If you ever need some alone time to clear your head, go to a Baby concert. You'll you'll have some alone time there. Um, so yeah, he's definitely not coming to 2023. Yay. I could not be more happy. Yay seems like a weird word to celebrate with now because of Kanye West. Like, what else can we say? Woo. Woo, he's not coming. baby was aborted. And you know what? That should be a choice that we can make. You know what I'm saying? Someone else who's going through something really similar to the baby is Saweetie. All these monochromatic names in rap are not going well. Saweetie. So she's definitely not even nearly as problematic as the baby, but she is having a huge career flop right now. And it worries me that she will just not make it to 2023 with us. She's not going to be a no name anymore. We're never going to see her again. It's going to be like an Iggy Azalea situation where we just never see her again. Never really hear a peep. We just kind of remember that one time that she was famous and then look back and are like, oh my God. So if you don't know Saweetie or you're confused about the situation, she has had a pretty good amount of hits. She had like, um, best friend with Doja Cat, that my best friend. She a real bad bitch. She got a Grammy nomination for that song. She had Hennessy on my lips, take a little sip, privacy on the door, I'm gonna make that shit grip. What was that song called? My Type. Rich Mm, eight figure that's my type that's my type mm, that's my type eight inch big mm, that's good pipe bad bitch i'm gonna ride the dick all night in anthem what else does she have um little waist fat ass bitch tap in tap 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 in she was like a certified star and she used to sell a lot of copies when she would put out songs she was grammy nominated she um, had a McDonald's meal. I mean, that's like the ultimate status symbol of success. Even BTS, one of the biggest bands in the whole world, had a McDonald's meal. So good for her. But she's had a major downfall because her new EP that she put out, I forgot what it was even called. I listened to it. Honestly, it was okay. Like I, I saw that she like she delivered something of quality, but you can also just tell it's not going to like be a hit at the same time, if that makes sense. It's not embarrassingly bad, but it wasn't something that I was super drawn to. I on the whole thing, I, I only put a mark by the song Don't Say Nothing and Boss Chick. Those are the only two I really liked. But anyway, she only sold 2,000 copies of that EP in the first week. That is awful. That is career-ending shit. Like, awful. And someone who works at Sony, a record label, tweeted, 
If I had millions of followers and my album sold 2,000, I would probably just delete all my social media because y'all were lying to me. 13 million followers, hundreds of thousands of likes on all my pictures, but my album sold less than 2,000 copies? That's crazy. The math isn't adding up. Yeah, so it was like a shocking level flop. It was so confusing because like he said, like she's so popular online and she genuinely is. Um, I guess she's had maybe like one problematic moment this year when people were talking like, oh, is she the reason that um, like Offset got in a fight with the other Migos? Did she sleep with Offset? Blah, blah, blah. That is not what happened between the Migos. I truly believe the rumors saying that after she was done with Quavo and was done like fighting him in the elevator over a bag that she was done with all three of them. I don't think she slept with Offset. I think that'd be crazy. I just think what happened was she was teasing like new work for so long and she would only put out singles or features for the longest time. But we just grew to know Saweetie as a feature or single artist. We never really think of Sweetie as a whole body of work. We think of her as this boss chick who's beautiful and gorgeous and has this brand of being like confident and a bad bitch. But we don't see her as an album artist. We've never seen her as that. She's been teasing the album for like three or four years. Very similar to Normani. Her like Normani's fans have totally turned against her at this point because they just feel teased and lied to. Like they're never going to get it. So now that Saweetie waited so long, she was teasing it since her breakout in 2017. So almost six years ago, um, they just didn't care anymore. And her debut album was rumored to be really big and people put in a lot of work to it. There were rumors that she was going to have features on it with Miley Cyrus and Cardi B, Justin Bieber, Lizzo. She was going to get a really big push, but it's almost as if she got like cold feet or nervous or didn't think it was good enough because she scrapped the whole thing and then just put out this EP, which is like crazy. The album was supposed to be titled pretty bitch music and it was supposed to come out in like 2018 or 19 or something like that. But instead she just puts out an EP and there's almost no features on it. It's very interesting. It's it's very shocking and just disenchanting to all the fans. Her defense mechanism when her album sold so bad was she tweeted, Hate Parade, I must be that bitch. I make music for pretty bitches. If you can't relate, I understand. So no, sweetie, you weren't getting a hate parade. People just weren't listening to your music because they didn't like it. No one was doing it to like do something rude to you or go out of their way to hate you. They just didn't care anymore. And I think it's funny that she said I make music for pretty bitches apparently there's only two thousand pretty bitches in the world so good for those two thousand pretty bitches you're quite the elite club but anyway it seems like her career may not last much longer at least from a music standpoint because no label is going to work with someone who only sells two thousand in the first week for reference taylor almost sold two million in the first week so it's just very interesting the whole thing i could see her getting dropped for the label and never putting out another single Ever. So what can we learn from this? I think we can learn that perfectionism is a disease. It is the killer of all progress because you're never going to learn. You're never going to improve if you refuse to even start until you think it's perfect. You don't learn how to drive in a parked car. I think that's a good analogy for it. You don't have to feel like you're a 100% expert before you put the car in drive and start making forward motion. I get so mad when I see someone who's a perfectionist. I just want to like shake them and be like, it's never going to be perfect. It's not obtainable. Don't even worry about it. Just put your all into it. Put a lot of effort into whatever your craft may be, whether you like photography or TikTok, social media, writing, 
whatever put a lot of work into it but the less perfect i think the better make it messy make it so unique and individual not like you're trying to fulfill a template or just check all the boxes because it's not going to and until you understand that and until you start putting out things to see what works and what doesn't and where you can improve and where you can you know feel like you're good enough at you're never gonna know so i just have learned especially this year i'm able to pump out so much more content because i'm no longer so anal about it being the most perfect thing in the whole entire world and i'm so thankful and it's really improved my success a lot Okay, celebrity number 10. Someone who is definitely not, 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 not coming to 2023 with us. He, he got left in the first half of 2022. He was almost left in 2021. He, he, he made a little bit of a comeback in 2022, but then the allegations just got worse in 2022. And he is gone there's actually a show being made against him and his whole family to expose how awful they all are and that's when you know when when you're so competently canceled that someone can make a show about your downfall that's when you know you're you're out of here you're not seeing the first sunrise in 2023 in this world the show is called house of hammer and of course i'm talking about army hammer not to be confused with arm and hammer the baking soda brand i'm talking about army hammer he was exposed this year. I shouldn't be laughing because it's actually awful. But for basically being a cannibal. We've had people come out this year as a cannibal, as a Nazi. And as so, like, what else could we, could people come out as? Like, what's next? People are going to come out as gay? Blech. That'd be horrible. He literally came out as a cannibal. And there were so many women that came forward this year, if you don't know, this is why he's canceled, that... He verbally abused them. Well, he was cheating on his wife with them. He verbally abused them, physically abused them during their intimate time, emotionally abused them. A lot of the allegations point towards blatant violation of boundaries, a total disregard for consent. And when these texts were leaked, his wife said that they just weren't surprising to her. He was showing signs of this kind of behavior for a long time. I think Army Hammer has some kind of kink that is like dangerous to other people. He gets off on people's pain, but to the extreme. And it's it's all like like sexual for him. And I don't think he wants to kill people like Jeffrey Dahmer. I think he wants like the fantasy of doing so. But I think if he was unhinged enough, he might want to like actually kill someone. So thank God he's not like taking it to that level because it's actually scary. Like the just just his desires that he says in these texts so he would dm girls on instagram with his with with like his verified instagram account he was not trying to hide this at all that's when you know he was down bad i wonder when you're like have that kind of kink where you want to like break people's bones and eat them like what is your post nut clarity like like are you like oh gross like i don't want to eat people anymore like what like ew Anyway, this is what he said to a few of these girls. He, he would hit up a lot of them and he would just say things like this. If you were next to me, I'd give you the tiniest cut 
and then I'd fall back asleep sucking on it. Just a trickle of your blood. The taste of you, the taste of iron and and minerals, soothing me to sleep. Can you send me a voice note back? It doesn't even have to be sexual. I just want to hear your voice. How do you jump from that, like, I want to drink your blood, to, hey, like, send me a voice note. I want to hear your voice. It's just concerning. Then he said, oh, my God, I am 100% a cannibal. I want to eat you. Just the thought of eating you and your heart in my hands after I pull it out of you when it beats has me so hard. I've never admitted that before. I've cut the heart out of a living animal before and eaten it while it was still warm. Mm, That's a red flag, to say the least. (laughs) Do you guys remember that show Baggage? What if he was on the show Baggage? And like, uh, okay, so Baggage, it was this show where there was three rounds of dating and like one bachelor got to pick between three guys. And the first round, they'd have a small baggage and they would open it and be like, this is something bad that you're going to have to deal with if you date me. And then there was three different bags. The biggest one was your biggest baggage. And like, what if Army Hammer was on that show and he was like, my biggest piece of baggage is I am a cannibal and I want to eat you. And I, I have eaten a warm animal heart right after I killed it. Like, it's just some crazy shit. He also said, I'm going to C-U-M thinking of breaking your bones. Text me. Talk to me. Text me. Oh, my God. He's so needy, too. Text me about breaking your bones. Oh, my God. These are real. And I'll send you voice notes while I C-U-M while recording it. I'm thinking of breaking your ribs. And then after he would actually, like, he, like, I think girls didn't think he was serious. I I don't know what they thought. But then when they would get together and have these intimate moments, he would, like, actually get a little too aggressive with them. He, He didn't kill anyone, allegedly, or break anyone's bones. But he would, like, be way too violent. They would ask to stop. He would keep being violent because he thought, like, they were okay with it. One girl said she had to, like, crawl out of his room and he would he was like standing over her as she was crawling because the thought of like dominating over someone while they're trying to like survive and crawl away from him turned him on or something so all these texts were exposed and he was basically dropped from every single movie he was going to do every single tv show he was going to do because he was a predator for sure and there's just no room for that and definitely no room for any more cannibals he was last seen in photos working at a resort, giving people tours and doing customer service. And allegedly he still works there. So that is just proving how much of a downfall he can go from like an Oscar nominated movie with call me by your name to then working at a resort just because he was canceled and exposed like that. So yes, cancel culture is a real thing. And a lot of these celebrities, but especially army hammer are not going to come to 2023. So get in losers. We're going to 2023, and they're not coming. Okay, well, thank you for listening to today's episode of Pop Culture Universe Tea. I hope you enjoyed just, like, spilling the tea and hanging out and talking about all these unfortunate events that happened in some celebrities' lives. Some of them will be okay. I'm I'm praying for a few of their comebacks, like Wendy and Saweetie. I, I know Tiffany will be okay. I, I hope Cara will be okay. <laughs> Some of them I don't want to come back at all. Kanye, as much as I talk about him, it'd be nice if he lost his platform. Definitely not welcoming ARMY or DaBaby back. I would love to hear what you guys think about this. 
um, who you think is going to come back in 2023 out of these lists and who you do not think is going to come back. Or maybe another celebrity I didn't mention who you think their career could be up in jeopardy and we can see them have a big downfall and not make it to next year in one piece. I want to hear all of it. Um, I just want to take a second again to just thank you guys for being so amazing and just like visibly seeing how many people were listening to the podcast this whole entire year. Obviously, I see like the analytics and everything every day and it's really exciting. But seeing people go out of their way to like post and give me love in the DMs. I was DMing people like all day. So it just filled me with so much love. And I don't even know how to express to all of my students here how much I appreciate you guys. I'll be making this podcast forever if that's what you guys want. Always bringing the freshest tea. Always trying to give cute little life lessons along the way. I'm no philosopher by any means, but... I hope you can learn something valuable of it. And I hope you guys just think of me as a friend because I'm definitely your friend as well. Even though I am the professor, we can be friends outside of class. But yeah, starting the podcast like late 2021, um, it was really intimidating to me because making TikToks is one thing, but sitting down for an hour and making a podcast that I have to really be myself on and pour my soul into is a whole other thing and it was really intimidating one because I guess just like the workload and how much it takes to make one and then two just because on TikTok you're you kind of have a security blanket of not having to be your full self because the videos are so short you don't have to expose every part of yourself so if you get rejected on TikTok by not getting a lot of views it doesn't hurt that bad because you're like oh that's not really me anyway uh, it's just kind of this little video I put out but I was really nervous to be myself on the podcast because I was nervous if it got no views or people would leave bad reviews or something or they just hated it or didn't like what I had to say. Like, it was really going to sting. So I was really nervous about that. But the fact that it worked out so well and it's taken me places and introduced me to so many amazing people. And it really just proved to me, like, people like me for me. And that's really cool. So thank you literally so fucking much. The love in the DMs just proves, like, the things you guys say to me like just proves that we have like a real bond here so thank you so much i cannot say it enough um ew i'm like so sappy and what we can learn from that is you never know how good something can turn out yeah things can be nervous when you're facing them at the beginning and they could be a lot of work but you never know it could be great and really even if it didn't work out I wouldn't have been affected. You know, I would have just continued on with my life. But since it did work out, I just gained so much. So maybe think about something you're scared to start or trek on and think how it could sting if it doesn't work out. Think if it doesn't work out and I just stay the same, then I just stay the same and it's fine. But if it improves my life or pushes me forward or makes me like develop as a person, oh my God, like what a reward. So just think about it that way. There's only things to gain, really, from following your passion. So that's what I'll leave you guys with. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm so excited for Tuesday. I hope you have the best weekend. Make sure to rate this podcast five stars, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Leave a cute little review. Screenshot yourself listening to it. Tag me, as always, at Petty Pop Culture. This is a Tuesday, Friday class. Don't forget. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your mistress. I want all of them to listen. And until next time, class dismissed. Bye. Prime Day is coming July 11th and 12th with two days of epic deals exclusively for Prime members. You'll feel like a winner. Behind door number three is amazing deals. 
Deals from electronics to decor. It's on Prime Day. Get ready to experience the rhythm and entertainment of Las Vegas on the top 10 of Canela Music with a top selection of Latin artists performing this summer in the entertainment capital of the world. Watch free on Canela Music. Download the app presented by Las Vegas. At Progressive, we know how much you love your recreational vehicles, so we decided to record this commercial in an RV. With a family on vacation. Mom, who are these people? Oh, that's Flo and Jamie. They're recording a commercial, sweetie. Don't they do that in the studio? Oh, normally. No. But we wanted to feature a family who bundled their home and RV and saved with Progressive. Um, yeah, it looks like you're all out of chips. Okay, I think we'll just drop you off at the next gas station. Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. What is up, Astros fans? This is Jeff Balke and my partner, former Astro Jeff Blum from the Believe in Astros podcast to tell you baseball is back and we've got your world champion Houston Astros covered. Every week we go inside the clubhouse, break down the games, discuss the players and give you everything you need to know about the Houston Astros baseball organization with special guests and a few surprises all summer and into the postseason. So tune in to the Believe in Astros podcast. That's B-L-E-A-V on Apple. Spotify, YouTube, and everywhere you get your podcasts, go Astros.